Grace and peace be multiplied unto you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Amen. Text we'll turn our attention to this morning comes from the Gospel of St. John, the twelfth chapter, beginning with verse 32, as follows. And I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all peoples to myself. In the name of our Savior Jesus, who was lifted up from the earth for us, and who now sits at the right hand of God, ordering all things for our benefit. Dear friends in Christ, Magnets are funny things. They both attract and repel. That is, they're capable both of powerfully drawing things to themselves, but also, as in the case of the same pole of different magnets, they're capable of powerfully pushing things away. You may never have thought of the cross as a magnet, and yet there's something about our Lord's elevation upon the cross and beyond that, his elevation to the right hand of God in heaven. There's something about there that, that exerts a tremendous magnetic power on people's lives. If we consider all the evidence, we're really forced to the conclusion that in the words of our theme, the cross is a mighty magnet. Why do I say that? First, because the cross of our Savior Jesus has the power to overcome every other attraction. And it really did, didn't it? Tentatively at first, but then in cascading numbers. On Good Friday, a few of Jesus' disciples overcame their fear and were drawn back to the cross there on Calvary. On a mountaintop on Ascension Day, more disciples were drawn to Jesus as he was lifted up from the earth to the right hand of his heavenly Father. In Jerusalem, on the day of Pentecost, the ascended Lord Jesus continued to draw people to himself as over 3,000 people were converted to the message of the cross. The disciples became his witnesses in Judea, in Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. The message of the cross spread and grew, first in the Roman Empire and then in every corner of the earth. Centuries passed and multitudes of people continued to be drawn to the cross of Christ. Today, over 2.5 billion people, more than a third of the people on the surface of this planet, claim the name Christian. Clearly, the cross is a power that has the attraction to overcome every other attraction. And that's a very good thing, because there are plenty of other attractions to compete with the cross, aren't there? If you're complacently thinking that the cross is the only magnetic force in your life, then you're not really paying attention. There are so many forces pulling us in other directions, forces that at best are distractions from our devotion to the cross, and at worst may be pulling us in exactly the opposite direction. Money and possessions, peer pressure, pride can pull you away. That little device in your pocket with its social media and its apps, that can pull you away. So can lust and the desire for sinful pleasure, your reason, what makes sense to you, or your emotions, what feels right to you. 
All these are powerful magnets that can pull you away from God's word, pull you away from your Savior's cross. It frightens me when I see Christians, particularly young Christians, who are toying with these dangerous forces. It makes me think of how when a giant meteor is passing the earth, there inevitably comes that moment when it at first almost imperceptibly comes under the sway of the earth's gravity. Here's this huge rock, maybe as big as a car, weighing thousands of tons, hurtling through space, and then the first frail fingers of earth's gravity reach out and begin to pull it, maybe with just a few ounces of force at first. Time passes, the rock gets closer, the gravity gets stronger, and if you've ever seen a shooting star, you know how that story ends. Before long, the meteor is a burning cinder of destruction hurtling across the night sky in its death throes. Don't toy with sin. Repent of every sin, every day. Don't allow anything to even start pulling you away from the cross of your Savior. Bear in mind that chilling warning spoken to Christians by the writer to the Hebrews. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation. The cross repels most people. The idea that the only way to obtain heaven is by trusting in this one person, Jesus, that idea is offensive and obnoxious to most people. But, praise the Lord, to us who are being saved, the cross is the power of God unto salvation, And that's the most attractive power there is. In 2017, a magnet was constructed in the laboratory at Florida State University that set a new world record for sheer power. It generated a sustained magnetic field of 41 Tesla, which if you think about like a magnet that's on your refrigerator at home is roughly 40,000 times stronger than that. Such a force is hard even to imagine. There's only one force stronger, in fact, the powerful, life-changing, magnetic power of the cross. The cross is a mighty magnet, secondly, because it has the power to draw us with our Savior to eternal glory. Jesus said, And I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. You recall it two days later in the upper room, he promised his disciples, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. How do you begin to measure the power of this kind of force? A force that can take wretched, sin-laden people like you, like me, and pull us straight out of the jaws of hell. How do you gauge the power that can take pathetic, morally bankrupt creatures like us and draw us right into the gates of heaven with our Savior? That's the power of Christ's cross. When Jesus was lifted up upon that cross, He paid the price for each one of your sins. He wiped from God's book every last record of your disobedience and your transgressions. 
He took all your guilt, all your sin upon himself, and there atoned for it all, so that not a single scrap is left. Well might it bring tears to our eyes when we think about that wondrous cross, and not just tears of godly repentance over our sin, which are certainly appropriate. No, we blessed creatures can shed tears of joy and pure relief that Christ has drawn us from the pit of hell and delivered us to the gates of glory. With startled wonder once again this Lenten season, we glimpse the depth of God's love for us. Delivered from eternal death, freed once and for all from the guilt of our sin, we read with delight words such as those of the prophet Jeremiah, The Lord has appeared of old to me, saying, Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. How blessed are we who have been drawn to the cross of our Savior. This is the magnet of God's grace, the mighty magnet of the cross. What a delight and privilege it is for us to sing with the hymnist, Drawn to the cross which thou hast blessed, with healing gifts for souls distressed, To find in thee my life, my rest, Christ crucified I come. Magnets are funny things. You recall as a child playing around with magnets, digging the magnets out of old speakers, playing with the horseshoe magnets in science class, or rubbing a nail with a magnet so the nail turns into a magnet too. If you're like me, maybe you find yourself still absentmindedly playing with the magnets on the fridge at home. Well, suppose we incorporate that into our Lenten meditation this year. Each time you see a magnet, maybe you can meditate just for a moment on how blessed you are to have been drawn to the magnet of the cross of your Savior. For the cross is a mighty magnet. It has the power to overcome every other attraction in our lives And it has the power to draw us with our Savior into the halls of everlasting glory. May the magnet of the cross once again draw our hearts and minds heavenward during this Lenten tide. Amen. We'll conclude with hymn 701.